time of the week again. Prepare yourself for the surveyors of saws, the sultans of spaghetti, the whispers in your ears. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the What's Your Spaghetti Policy Podcast. Now, here are your hosts, Alex and Jacob. It just struck me the other day, right? We're both we're both low energy today, but I was thinking, no, 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 like, no, 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 don't yeah. even start, motherfucker. You just you just today. had like espresso. Yeah, but it didn't affect me at all, dude. I don't feel any of it. It's crazy, you, man. I don't will. know. Maybe Go it's ahead. like my body just doesn't process caffeine. I'll I'll, I'll I'll work up. I'll, I'll I'm not I'm not in gimmick yet. I'll, I'll yeah, work no, up. No. You got to work the shaft a little bit. You can't just go in whole hog because you know you gotta you gotta do a little foreplay. I get it. Uh, but I was just thinking the other day. I was like, yeah, theoretically, right. Your 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 asshole skin and your lips are the same, right? I don't I don't know. Where is that proven by science yet? Because if I pucker my lips and I pucker my asshole, they look the same, right? How when was the last time you looked at your asshole? I mean, I haven't had a mirror down there in a hot minute, but I'm just saying I I imagine, right? Yeah. The way that it feels feels the exact same, you know. <laughs> I just pictured like <laughs> just oh uh, it's a horrible skit that i just thought in my head it's gross yeah. but anyways you guys can fill in the blanks okay but i just thinking like yeah i think theoretically it would work the same to have like chapstick on both right uh, and again it goes back to the skit where it's like a guy is like all right but gotta, would you gotta re- so would you use the chapstick on your lips? Well, they do ask the mouth porn right so i don't see why not you never go ask the mouth no you're not supposed to it's very gross very uh it's very not good not not very clean um, I'm pretty right. sure that they, they 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 cut the takes in between and wash everything off. I would hope. No, never. Yeah, I would really hope because uh, honestly, we're gonna have to get OSHA in here to to, to make sure OSHA. Up, up to scuff. You know. <laughs> yeah, occupational safe. I know what OSHA is. House uh, administration. <laughs> I think is what that stands for. So yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm right on that. So, but yeah, I think that I think that it could work, right? I, mean, I don't know what you would use it for. Maybe like know. your maybe your asshole gets chapped every now and then. You know. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they do say ass is chapped, dude. Yeah, they do say that. So, but it's like, but it's more, here. but it's more of like your ass cheeks. Yes. Oh, okay. And like, the, like the phrase is more like, you know, it really chaps my ass. Like, but it's really, I think it's what chafes your ass. Yeah. Well, I think it goes back to isn't that like rooted in cowboyism and like oh, wearing yeah. chaps, well, like ashes chaps. chaps, and yeah. like yeah. Riding a horse really chaps my ass. Well, it's like, well, you should put on blue jeans, dude. I don't know what you want me to tell you. I don't understand, dude. That's those big-ass baggy pants that those like, cowboys yeah. used to wear. Fucking spurs and shit. I mean, I can understand like why that was a big thing, dude. That's that's pretty hot, you know? Just like all you see is butt cheeks and those assless chaps. <laughs> but I, mean, I can had, understand it. They had pants on under it, though. That's what well, I, mean. not, I know, but I mean, like a lot, like, you know, if you're in, you know, you, it's, it's like getting into the mood, right? You know, like... Oh, he's wearing his chaps again. He turns around and he's not got pants on. You're like, oh, okay, he's DTF. Like, yeah, <laughs> I could see it. I just I feel just... like the old West, like, because I, you know, we always equate cowboys with the old West. And I just feel like just the everything was just super unhygienic back then. Yes, I mean that's only took like a glorified the past way too like, much. Like yeah, once a week, and it was in a bathtub, and like you took it was like with five other people. 
Yeah, you have to toss a coin to your Witcher when you did it too. And like you like yeah. toss a coin and she yeah. catches it and then she's like, you know, you want you want the happy ending, you know, that whole stereotypical thing or whatever. So I think you watched the porn version of Witcher. Oh, it was, it was yeah, the I don't even know what they would call that. Like the 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 uh the porn parody. Yeah, the Witcher porn parody edition. Yeah. The the instead of the wild hunt, it would be the wild, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'd be the pitcher. Okay, yeah, dude, that, that could work. That could work. Let's write it. Let's write it. We got yeah. it. I'm pretty sure it already exists. I'm, but I, I don't feel like it would be hard to write a porn, but maybe I, I mean, I could be way off base. A lot of oohs and ahs, I would assume. You know, do you have to write those out? Or you think those are improv? <laughs> I was gonna say, I think you just write like, here, okay, reverse cowgirl. <laughs> Insert goes, sex guy, noise here. Guy goes down. Girl goes down. Eat out. I'd argue it's probably a lot of improv, dude. We that would be a really okay. fun conversation to have. Is like, what do the scripts look like? You know, like, what do you have? They a can't. It can't be like a Christopher Nolan script. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It can't well, I mean, be. I don't know. I I just, you know, I should like they have to have some sort of script, right? Unless it's all improv, in which I think that they I deserve. Feel like there's like, a general baseline. Like, here's the thing. Okay, guy, so they just have like an outline. Like, us. guy they have walks an outline. up, knocks on yeah. door, then knocks your boots off. Yeah, gives you like a baseline of like, what is this genre? What are we shooting today? Oh, it's a little bit of like, I don't know. What are we? What is uh? What's popular these days? It's like theater. Uh, it's like like theater, but with banging. Like yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you just go into the closet. Like you get a wizard. <laughs> you get a fucking wizard and a and a shoot a little a headless porn today. A, a headless horseman, and it's like okay, this is you literally like yeah. you just roll the fucking. The die, the twenty, the the D twenty. You're see. just filming a D and D porno right now. Yeah, <laughs> you use the D twenty to figure out which characters you're gonna play in this porn. That'd be super sick. Are we man. gonna do you know lonely mom, bang yeah. bangs a knight in shining armor, or uh, yeah. are we gonna do a gardener comes over and and <laughs> for some reason and for some reason is a plumber. He's going to fix your pipes. Dude, I love those videos that you see like on Reddit all the time where it's like the guy who's like oblivious to like the signals that the chick is giving off. And he's like, yeah, he's like, I was hoping you could clean my pipes. And he's like, yeah, they're filthy down here. Dude. He's yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. like, it's yeah. so good. I love this so much, man. <sighs> I'm just glad that nothing has happened at all this oh week. My God, it's dude. so nice to just have a solid week of like nothing going wrong. Oh, it's been just so peaceful and serene. <laughs> you're not very good at laying down sarcasm <laughs> and like i mean people can tell with the tone of my voice i'm relaxed af dude there's nothing you're in the it's all part of the jacob right system now. yeah man i just can't think about it <laughs> it's not like you know there was four ufo sightings in the last week yeah there was four ufo sightings three of them were shot down then you got like the ohio cover-up going on right now you've got like i don't know Flight logs, flight logs, World War Three. That's the one that's not talked about the most right now is the fact that like Jerry, Je Jerry, Jerry Epstein. You remember him? <laughs> He's Jeffrey's cousin. I don't know. Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs got released and like a lot of high end names. Uh, and that's a fun topic we can delve into later. But uh, like, does, does anyone care? I don't know. I'm I mean, sure that people it's, care, but. I think this this was like the generational buildup, right? Where, but I think they, it was it's too long past, man. Like that shit was two, three years ago. We, oh, the Jeffrey Epstein stuff. Like we, we've moved on. That's the sad thing, though. Should be. I mean, that's the thing. Is like he could possibly have dirt on some of the biggest names. So they release the names, and then like, are you 
so it's shocked of anyone's name. No, and that's the thing is like it's the flight logs, right? So it's the it's it's just the people who are on his plane, all right. And this becomes a question of like guilty by association, question mark kind of thing. Like were they like you know? And then it and then it's like, well, who was involved in the bad stuff and who wasn't involved in the bad stuff? And it's like you got to know that like even if I mean probably most likely like ten percent, even if it was like you're to like give a give a generous estimate of like ten percent of like the people on the lists, right. Knew what was going on and like maybe even participated in it. It's like still a lot of like high named people that were participating in it. So it's like, do you just like blanket statement, the whole thing and say, everybody's fucked up. That was on the plane. Yes. Like, I mean, sure. okay. Very yeah. arguable. Yeah. Go ahead. Hollywood meat parties, baby. We've already just, it's I mean, absolutely. It's... And that's the thing is like, you start to realize like, doesn't matter how fucked the up only, you there's are. There's only a few names. Yeah. That would that that could show up that I would be surprised. Like Keanu Reeves is one of those just like genuinely like good dudes that, by all accounts, is an actual good human being. So like it yeah. would be it would be weird. Like if you saw yeah Keanu Reeves on there, Brendan Fraser. If you saw him on the flight list, you know right. if you saw if you saw Betty White's name pop up there, It'd be right? weird. if you if you saw the Queen of England, right? But then like he both of those two. But then there's the, there's the thought too that like some of these people are invited to these parties to make it look not so sus. Yeah, and then this thing too is like he was you know for all intents and purposes a piece of shit. Uh, Sure. who just had a lot of money because his daddy had a lot of money and you know whenever you have generational wealth there's not much you can't do wrong right and um so obviously like not everybody on the flight logs are going to be involved in like the the trafficking and the, the fucked up shit that goes on in bohemian grove and in his island jeffrey epstein's island or whatever so but yeah i mean apparently i i saw i saw uh, of course my my tiktok feed is like been a mixture of just you know propaganda for every algorithm maybe yeah it loves to fear monger that's for sure well and it was like you're the perfect mark man we've oh man i am dude you talk i i would be i'm running for the bunker honestly like i'm gonna go ahead and start working on a bunker underneath my house uh but now i saw i saw three like jeffrey epstein tiktoks in a row where it's like nobody's talking about this and like the very last one was like kathy griffin and like (laughs) responding to a comment (laughs) so it was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was like basically like a, accusing her of being a piece of shit because she was on the list. Like she, apparently she's on the flight logs and her response was like, really? And she just pointed at the comment and she's like, really? And all the comments so that you scroll down, all of them are like, well, didn't they just tell us what you were doing on the plane? <laughs> like, I just imagine like, just... that's, that's how disconnected they are. Like that's how every single one of them think where it's like, Oh, what? My name was on the list. Really? You got a problem with it? Like where they like, they, they can't fathom why that's an issue <laughs> plausible deniability man uh, it's just like never admit you're wrong just to it's insane you know i to just think like, that like famous people do not care about you they do not think the same way as you they have money you know that nothing the rules don't apply are we talking them. about famous people or politicians all of them dude it's politicians famous people alike you know because all of them have money and we don't right yeah and he who holds not he like the general like he who holds the money holds the power man yeah dude and it's Doesn't just matter. like but all that being said it, then you just wonder like is everything else going on at the same time like all the cover up what's covering up what at this point right because there's there's like 
a convergence. Like I said, this is like the pinnacle of what they were trying to do by desensitizing us all these years, you know, with E-bombs world and fucking everything that we grew up with. And we finally come to a head where it's like, there's just so much going on at once. And we're so desensitized. that it's just like, <laughs> nothing yeah, day, like, baby. like the UFO stuff. Like, I feel like there's a, like a legit explanation and the explanation being that, this stuff sort of happens all the time. We kind of know that anyway, right? Because they've yeah. come, they've come out with some some form of disclosure and been like, you know, hey, um, like we there are un we're not saying it's aliens, but there are things that have that fly around in the sky that we don't know. And yeah, and that's um, a, and I think they and have I think come out and said something about it. But with with the whole you know the Chinese balloon that was like a thing for like five days, and yeah. then I think with that, it feels like the radar or the the threshold in which they report things is higher or lower however you want to look at it so like these things are getting noticed more often now and being it's reported funny you nailed it right on the head that's actually what they came out and said is like the reason that they have oh, saw like that's yeah that was basically the, the big reason that like it happened three days in a row there was a sighting if not if they didn't shoot it down like there was at least a sighting right so it was like four ufos that were saw and they say ufos in quotes because like a UFO is literally just unidentified flying. Well, object, yeah, because which would be like a the rock that's populace, really far. You know, general populace identifies all UFO equals alien. But like, yeah, it, it's also, and it, we're also very closed off. And it's like the joke is, you know, aliens. They just they only like they only love the United States. So this is the only time you ever hear about UFO sightings is in the United States. Yeah. Well, but apparently. They, well, that's not true anymore because apparently China shot something down the other day. Like, I don't know if it was the, I don't know if they come out and said that it was a balloon or whatever, but they apparently they shot something down. Then you got fucking cryptids showing up in, in, I think it was fucking somewhere in South America. Like, I think it might have been Mexico, but I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I didn't hear Argentina, about this. Or no, Puerto Rico. Fucking, where was it, dude? But no, it's so, it was so prevalent that it, like, it prompted a police response. Like, oh, wow. uh, cryptids sighted i think it's puerto rico puerto rico um puerto rican oh man uh i don't know oh man i can't find it now <laughs> the pressure's on now oh gosh yes, oh gosh, oh gosh. Uh, i know <laughs> the cryptid sightings <laughs> we may never um, record in person police. again uh don't tempt me this is i can be as lazy as i fucking want to be <laughs> don't tempt me with a good mythical creatures of philippines boom there it is okay <laughs> also sorry i'm also fighting with a sinus infection um apparently police in the philippines are attempting to put down a panic that has erupted in a city after two girls claim to have encountered a fearsome mythical creature known as a menanagal Mananagal. Mananagal. Uh, probably not pronouncing that right. But apparently, <laughs> according to a local media report, the curious case began last Thursday evening in the community of Talise. Tal Talise? Uh, whatever. It's a Philippine Phil Filipino town. Uh when the pair witnessed what they said was had spotted something when they said they had spotted something rather unusual and terrifying perched atop a house. Although details surrounding what specifically was saw. Scene rather, oh my geez, Louise, I can't read you. Are scant the shaken young women told the police they believe the auditor was the Menenagal. Uh, Menenagal folklore is said to be like a bat like creature, so basically, they're Mothman essentially. Yeah, but it pr prompted a police response. So, you got cryptids down in, down in the Philippines, over in the Philippines, whatever. Uh, 
but yeah, and and again, a lot of the sightings that are being seen now is because it's an overreaction to like what went on with the weather balloon, and now we're just like like we've lowered the altitude at which we spot things now, sure, and, it's, and widened the range, um, and that's starting to pick up everything. Now you're starting to get like the Hollywood elites, the Hollywood meat parties that were having where they were taking their private cruisers back and forth, their UFOs, like that's what they're basically seeing. <laughs> they're shooting them down. They're so. going back to the mothership that's clo- yeah, cloaked in the co- cloaked there for a little while. I was hoping that there was a mothership that was going to land in the middle of the Super Bowl. Like that was like, that had been chef's kiss. Yeah. And sick. But um, yeah, like all, it was just like a weird week where just like all of these things just happen one by one by one. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I think the most notable thing is the Ohio stuff and how it's just sort of been covered up and like, <laughs> you mean the, the thing that affects us the most out of yeah. all this, right? Right. UFOs, you know, they don't really fucking, they don't, they do dick all right. Uh, yeah. yeah. The Jeffrey Epstein list that does dick all for us. No, but it's yeah, like the I'm, one I'm thing, on the, <laughs> the one thing <laughs> that, that could affects. like, I don't know, be a drastic, you know, change to everyday life and drinking water and stuff. That's the thing that like, eh, yeah. we don't yeah, even right. cover that. Yeah, I mean, like, reporters being arrested and shit. Like, dude, it's just, man, it's just so tiring. I think it's more ironic at the fact that, like, this is the exact thing that, like, the railroad workers were, like, warning against and, like, kind of fighting to to prevent uh, back whenever, I don't know if anyone remembers, like, two months ago when, the, when they were trying was, to, like. I think it was a little bit longer, but yeah. It was December, I think, is when they were talking about it. Uh basically trying to strike so they get better working conditions more oversight etc that's and overrated like, yeah and then we're like nah but well, we gotta have christmas think about the christmas <laughs> think you know? about the christmas man and it's kind of like one of those things where you have a country that that like the wealth is so divided that any kind of pressure on the middle and lower classes like will absolutely destroy them so of course we're just going to go along with it because like why would we want them to strike if it's going to affect us in the way that it does right so it's fine. You mean the people with all the money hold all the power? Whoa. Yeah. That's <laughs> like felt, that's a crazy well, concept. I just hit like some deja vu. I swear Dude, I just I, heard this. I sw- the, I really think that somebody has said this before and it's yeah. kind of crazy. It's, it's kind of crazy concept. But Is there anything else you want to talk about, buddy? Uh I don't know. Speaking of like famous people, I think I feel like we need to hear more about good famous people. Yeah. And I, I think that you might have had a good week day i guess it wasn't the weekend because it was like what yesterday it was on valentine's day so it was on tuesday nice you spent your valentine's day doing something special i i have i I don't know if it's coming through but like my voice is a little bit gone i'm a little bit more a little more baritone i guess yeah hey i'm gonna talk like this a whole time okay i mean by all means that kind of stuff i'm kind of getting you know little sluts uh what's the word i fucking just say that just say the thing i don't know no not horny (laughs) sweaty that was what i was trying to think of okay you couldn't think of the word sweaty um I, so and I'm like I, I didn't get home to like 2:45 in the morning. I came home and like literally brushed my teeth and just like fell in bed because um, I drove. Like there's something about driving and like of course, bro, on the way home it fucking piss poured rain oh, the man. entire goddamn way. And like you know when you're coming back from Nashville, like you're going like up over the the plateau and then like through the mountains. And then, like, the wind was just gnarly, man. And it was just, like, raining. And the only people on the road were me and semi-trucks. And, like, you just, like, you're fucking 10 and 2, buddy. You're 10 yeah. and 2. Hell yeah. So, little, little, not to bury the lead. Sit back. Grab a drink. 
and let me regale you on us. Oh, dude, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's not I'm that so excited. It's no, not I mean, like, because I've been, I've been wondering, like, you know, what's so laid on us? They're obviously like anyone who knows me knows that like I am a fucking huge Parkway Drive mark. Like it's beyond music kind of deal. Like where, yeah. like, because I'd ask in our group chat, like, what do you say? to the people that you sort of look up to and like idolize in a sense that like, what do you say when you meet them? If you, if you were to meet them and I kind of buried the lead. Cause like I, I knew what I was doing. Um, and this was my ninth time seeing Parkway driving concert. Um, and that's a lot. Um, and it just sort of goes all the way back to high school. Uh, in 2007 when I heard uh, Horizons for the first time it, like changed my life like unbeknownst to me at that time that I did not know that like this was going to set the course for the, for the rest of up until this point the rest of my life as far as like what what I want in music like like it's just weird how sometimes it just like transcends its intentions of being music into like more because I have always been a bit of an outcast in everything that I do and everything that I enjoy. I don't typically fall in that, the stereotypical like container of like, Oh, well you're a metalhead, So you, you know, you have gauges and tattoos and you dress in all black and you look like a goth dude. And like, I could not imagine you with gauges or dressing in all black. I guess maybe you have dressed in all black before. Have you? I mean, I'm a black basketball shorts, but like yeah. the, whole, the whole point of that is like, I stand out like a sore thumb. At a metal show, I also bathe regularly. Um, which <laughs> I don't know why that's a thing. I don't know why it's like just come on, just go hop in. They got like showers um, everywhere. I apply deodorant multiple times a day because I don't like to smell. Yeah. Um, and so like you know, I heard this album and it was just like, whoa, bro. And then you find out they're from Australia, and then you see them for the first time, and you're just like, these motherfuckers are coming out here with flip flops on, board shorts. And t-shirts are a bunch of surfer rats in a hippie town in Australia. And they're just playing the heaviest fucking thing you've ever seen. And you're just like, like, these are my people like this. Like I associate with these people. And then like, they're very private. They're very more. They're more so private than like most bands, most private or most like quote unquote notable, famous, whatever. Um, I believe that they are the fourth, third or fourth largest export in the country of Australia. That's how big they Jesus are. Jesus Christ. Yeah. They're that's fucking like, huge. Like that's insane. Like I understand that like the general population probably doesn't know who that is. People who know me obviously are, are aware, but like in 2019, they headlined uh Vakken, which is the Vakken open air. And it's the largest metal festival in the world. And it's a hundred thousand people. They were the headliners. Like, Jeez. like that's, like that's the pinnacle of like heavy metal. And so we've made it. Yeah. Like that's essentially like, what do you do after that? You know? And they've always been very, you, you kind of like take every morsel that you can of like throughout this entire, like 15, 16, 17 year journey. Like you, you sort of just like, it, it sort of becomes an obsession, I guess, because like you, like you relate to these people more than anybody. You, you like the lyrics speak to you on a, on a deeper level than like oh like this is just a catchy little thing like it actually means something like and you just sort of like the joke is always like well parkway is life bro like it, it's more than music and so 
again, ninth time, man. And um, they've never, to my knowledge, done like VIP like meet and greets. Uh, they've done it on like Warp Tour and stuff, but that's like via yeah. like Warp Tour, not like because I have been anywhere within a five hour driving distance, be it Atlanta, Nashville, Asheville, Charlotte, uh, Cincinnati, wherever. Like I've gone, I've hit, I've seen every tour that they've had for the last 15 years because they don't come to the States, but every like two, two years, maybe like maybe you're lucky if it's twice an album cycle and new albums every three, four years sort of deal. So I'm, I'm in a weird boat too. Cause like, I'm not one of those people that's like, ah, you know, um, but I've, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. You know, and like, but over time, I have managed to procure, like, I have Ben's drumsticks, like the the set of drumsticks, like I yeah, got them stolen a... from you. I remember that story. You, <laughs> yeah, like, stole... you walked no, in, I... like, give me your drumsticks now, and you Freeze. stole them. Give yeah. them to me. No, and like, uh, I, like I caught one of Jeff's. He's the lead guitarist. So I caught one of his picks one time. So it's like that's I'm... impressive in itself because picks are really tiny. And 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 both drumsticks, Jacob. Oh, you caught the drumsticks too? Yes. Well, they just th- they're throwing their equipment in. I don't know. I don't know if I like I'm not respecting their equipment there, but it's fine. That's just it's what you do. I have a set list. Like I have all these things, and so the the white whale. I've had these drumsticks for over ten years, um, and they've just been sitting in a closet because like I, I've had this vision of like what I wanted to do, and this all ties into the the, the greater story. And it's just like okay, like at first I wanted to get like all the album covers and maybe just kind of like do this big box. But then I was like, eh, I don't really want to do that. I need something a little bit more personal. Um, and so like for weeks, I'll come back to that story because there's more to it, but like for weeks, cause I'm, I'm, I've always said, I'm kind of one of those people that like, I don't really get like super hyped up until like the day before or the, the day of, but, yeah. but this was like <laughs> such a big deal because you're meeting five people that are, pretty responsible for like like kind of mold shaping and molding you and because like i've never been a person that has sought validation for anything but like in in being that way they also validated me in a sense you know what i mean because it's like it goes back to that like i go to a metal show and i'm standing out like these guys are not supposed to be here they're not supposed they're you know they're the they're the black sheep they're against the grain you know Um, and it's just like, just, it's like like a weird representation of like me. Um, and so I did, I was able in Charlotte, uh, after a show one time, I was able to meet Winston and Ben and it was real, real brief kind of like, Hey, like, let's grab a pic, man. And like, I've always been more of a like picture guy more than a, like an autograph guy. Um, I don't know why, like, I've never been big into autos, like I don't yeah, have I feel I like you could probably sell an autograph more better than you could sell a picture, obviously. Well, <laughs> I mean, yes, and that's what a lot of people do. And like I it just feels like I don't know. I, I've just never been big in like if if the if the opportunity presents itself, yes, yes, I'll, it's fine for like certain things. But like maybe it's because I've been to enough comic conventions in my life to where like everybody is just selling the autographs willy-nilly and it just feels a little more fabricated, which the irony is is like, yes, this is sort of kind of how this was in a sense. Um, but it's a little different because like, it's, it's just, 
it would it was just different. It just felt different, uh, just because it was like a very once in a lifetime sort of deal. Because quite literally, it's the only time in my lifetime that it has happened. Um, and so, like for weeks, I've just been like playing in my head, like, what do you say? Because like I, I understand that the the time will be limited because you got to keep it going. You know, you got to do all these things. Yeah, you're and not so, going like, to be the only one paying for it, right? Yeah. Um, and so like you just sort of like how do you how do you tell what is essentially five individuals who are outside of outside of, you know, your family and like your real close personal friends. Like, how do you tell the five most important people essentially how much they mean to you? And how do you do it in a non creepy way? And not look like a psychopath. Right. And that's that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, how do you, (laughs) how do you do this? How do you like, I am not a nervous person. There's been plenty of people on this podcast. Like some of the people, David, Jed, Danielle, uh, even Amy, like I had never met any of these people yeah. before we had conversations with them. And I would argue that most of those you could, it sounds like we've been friends because the whole entire point is I've always just looked at, and I don't know, maybe, and it's, I understand that people get starstruck sometimes. And like, there was a little bit of that. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and lie and tell you that there, uh, that that wasn't yeah, you fanboyed a little bit. I, I would did. Assume. Yeah, I did because I also got to go to Soundcheck. And is, that, is that good? I don't know what it is. So Soundcheck is where like they they play to make sure everything sounds right before they come out. They stare and, like, you in the eyes the whole was, time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I've got. I'm like, I'm like, at this point, I'm like right at the gate as they're just like kind of goofing off, fucking around because like they're literally like they would be. If you and I were in a band, we'd just like fucking dick around like on stage. Yeah, wouldn't take anything seriously. Like Absolutely they're not. just like, yeah. you know, they're playing the guitar, like, you know, hitting their drums are like tuning and everything. Make sure. That, so that way when they come out, because they're they're the headliners here, they don't they're not wasting time doing all this. Everything is ready when they're ready to play. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like we go up there and it's just like they're very Australian. And like, I mean that in the best way possible. I mean, like they are from Australia. So yes. I mean, Jeff's wearing a hat that says koala lover. Like, you know, how hard was it not to do an accent when you were talking to them? Not as hard as like that's that's my problem is that like if I hear somebody do an accent, my my brain automatically starts to pattern in a little bit of an accent and I start to I understand. And I I brought that up to Christina a few days ago and I was like, I'm gonna have to try really hard because I thought I was gonna do that and I didn't because you sort of get lost in the moment. Yeah, of it all, and you don't really process it, and it's still like I understand like what happened, but Mm -hmm. it's still sort of like, did that happen? Like it's not, yeah, still a little bit like uh, like, starstruck, starstruck, yeah, and it's like, so, anyways, (laughs) I'll get to the day. So I had a lot of time to kill, and unbeknownst to me. There's there are no comic because my thing is I go to towns, hit the local comic book stores. There are no comic book shops in Nashville. None. Fucking none. That's that's whatever. There has to be like they're not in Nashville. They're all around because the rent's too fucking expensive. And the closest place, the closest comic book shop was 20 minutes away. And I'm not fighting Nashville traffic. Nashville is uninhabitable right now. Like I don't, I don't know how anyone lives there. It's, it's. Fucking, <laughs> Shout out to Nick and, and Mika. They live dude, there. It's a Girl, fucking like, nightmare. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they do it either. That's like, insane. I, I like, I grew up around and abouts like in Washington D.C. 
like the fucking nation's capital and it's nowhere near as bad as like nashville is just uninhabitable bro like yeah, it's just constantly play country music it's not dude it's not even that it's just like it. this venue has nowhere to park like there's like maybe 50 spots if that and then like the, the whole idea is for you to like ride share and then like you just have those it's just it's a, it's a tourist place man and like good for you man like if you ever want to come down if if you're not it's one of those things like if you're from here and you're like you could you have easy access to nashville like you know yeah fucking, you don't want it you don't want the easy it's like it's like gallenberg for us like gallenberg's fine like i have no problems with it i'm but not like, gonna spend every weekend in gallenberg right, right yeah. you know what i'm saying and i'm sure that's the way <laughs> that's the way it is for like a lot of people mm-hmm. that are around like famous places like that it's just like eh, you know um so i got down there and i had i had a ton of time to kill like the meet and greet wasn't until 4 15 you know, I gained an hour, so I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I walked around. I did all these things here and there. Um, oh, in Cincinnati, bass player, Jaya, they call him Pi. I offered him a ride one time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, like, he's walking down the street because, like, I, you know <laughs> me, I get I get everywhere early, man. So, like, I you know yeah. I drive up and I get Cincinnati's four hours from here. So, like, I get there and I'm trying to scope out the venue to see, like, okay, whatever. And, like, there's, like, a Kroger and, like, a Walgreens close to the venue and I just see fucking pie just walking down the street. So I like roll down the window. I'm like, yo, pie, you need a ride. And he's just like, no, mate. Like, I don't. And it's like, yeah, because yeah, that's kind of creepy. Well, yeah. it's also America. I mean, it. I we talked about that. Um, yeah. But I still bro- feel, yeah, I feel like I feel like that's very scary from his point. But like, like, yeah, I I feel like like most people will be like, get real shitty about that because he said no. And I was just like, OK, like, no problem. Whatever. Like, I'm just going to drive on like go on yeah. my life. Like. I don't maybe just I don't know. People don't take rejection really well, I guess. Yeah. But not only that, like they're not thinking realistically because like he's a complete stranger in this area and he's not. It's a guy just drove past him and say, hey, you need a ride. <laughs> and like I, I would how many feel okay. documentaries have you seen. But I feel like if someone calls you by your nickname and addresses you as Pi, they know who you are. Yeah, but you're also a celebrity, and like they're like, what are they going to rob you? They got friends down the road. They're going to pull up to listen, like a 7-Eleven and like. I hold no grudges. I, I I wouldn't have done it either. That's what I'm, no, I'm just what I'm saying. Like that people <laughs> aren't being realistic about the situation. Like no, there's but it he was had every like, he had every signal in his head going off saying, "Nah, I don't need a ride. I'm just gonna go to the Kroger real quick. I'm okay." Yeah. Well, I don't um, even know if he went to the Kroger. He was just like walking. You know. Um, <laughs> it's like that. But I didn't sit there and like quit the band, and your interaction with him was like, you know what? I'm actually gonna head back and join the band again. It's a <laughs> uh, safe the, Parkway Drive. The so, streets of America are very dangerous um and that's kind of true yeah uh and so i'm i'm walking around this and this venue has like um a lot of like distilleries and like breweries and bars you know my kind of places Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and that so awesome i i end up going into this uh like mercantile place and i fucking walk right by ben drummer like walk right by him didn't say anything he was at a head because again if someone has their headphones in what's that a universal sign of don't fuck with them. Leave yeah. them alone. Yeah. No, I, I, they, if you have headphones in, you don't want interaction with people. That's the reason that you have them in your ears. Yeah. And he was listening. He has headphones in. I was just like, oh, shit. I text Christine. I was like, I just walked right by Ben. Like, and <laughs> yeah. like, what's real fucking weird is like, I address these people as if they're like my best fucking friends because like, I like, I know they're, I know they're fucking the person who sets up the show. His nickname's Fishy. Like, I became friends with the drum tech years ago via instagram like he was also their photographer like yeah it's like i've known these people my entire fucking life because again it goes back to that like 
they're in Australia. It's not like they're in America to where like you get everything. Like everything is like a small morsel, and they're like, again they're very private. And only like two of them are on Instagram, and only one of them's on it. Like on a semi regular basis, like Winston has an Instagram, never is not on it. Luke has one, same thing. Like they all have active Instagrams, but they don't yeah. use them, which is probably why they're so goddamn happy all the time. <laughs> Honestly, probably so. Uh, the only thing that ever ha- get the like the official band accounts, the only time that like anything happens, but it's always just like tour dates, you know, yada yada yada. So then, like, okay, then the 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 big thing you do when you go to a show is you just fucking shoot the shit. You small talk. You're your worst nightmare. Nope, don't like it. <laughs> um, in line. Okay, so I was in Nashville. Okay. In line, there was uh, somebody from St. Louis. All right. There was somebody from South Carolina, which is weird because, like, they were in South Carolina two days later. But, I don't know, maybe it was just closer. He had to get a show. Yeah, he had to get two shows. It may have been on, like, the very corner of South Carolina. It was closer to Nashville than it was Myrtle Beach. I don't know. Um, But, like, the fucked up thing was there was a guy, there was a couple from North Dakota. Dog, North Dakota, Dakota is not close to Nashville. No, it's not. It's like a 15-hour drive. They said yeah. they drove it all the way. And the crazy part is they were driving back. That's insane right. to me. Yeah. Really? That's, that's 30 that's hours on the road after being in a concert for like three fucking hours. But I, mean, I guess it's like, I mean, this is like they were at the meet and greet, right? So this is like. They were at the meet and greet, yes. That's um, what I'm saying. Like, this is the once-in-life opportunity for them as well. And so I am very much a ride-or-die parkway guy right i i it again like i understand that a band we talk about this like what like if you're in a band like the the idea of just being complacent and not evolving is probably pretty boring right okay like you going out you just playing this like let's make seven albums they all sound the same some people love it some people have made gigantic music careers by doing that but it's not fulfilling and you know there are there's there are two parkways right there's old parkway and there's new parkway um basically the first three albums would you would define as old parkway that's where like most people my age f- like came in to the scene yeah. like at the beginning like this is what they sounded like they fucking let you know set the stage um lit the scene on fire like okay these dudes these dudes are for real and then like their fourth album which is atlas is like the in between where they start experimenting more they get a little bit more melodic they get a little bit more like experimental and then like you can start to see from there on like where this is gonna go and then like the next three albums are the the most recent one is very polarizing um having seen it i I like the album i don't love it right like i yeah I, I like it. I don't love it. But having seen some of the stuff in person, I have a newfound respect for it. Um, and like, I, I can guarantee you, I was the only person that had seen them more than five times in that arena or in that venue. I know it was because the majority of the people there had never seen them before. It blew my fucking mind because the majority of the people at that show were older than me. Maybe they right? just found them. They were like, hey, they did. They found they them off the last three to well, the newest album, and then the last. 
couple albums. So it was like, yeah, I was so here like, before it was cool. And okay, the reason, a, a good reason, why well, I never, I was never that, but like a good reason for that is because Liquid Metal on Sirius XM is the metal station. Like it's the metal station. Yeah. Then you have Octane, which is like hard rock. Okay. It's not, it's not metal. But, but the last album kind of bridged in between and played on both stations. I would say Octane probably has a wider audience than than Liquid Metal does, and so you're bringing in a different subset of people, uh, and like good for them, man. Like I I was envious of people. Like this is the first time you get to see this band. Like they're fucking incredible live. Like they're so good. Like it's it would be super disappointing to love something and like they not like especially a musical entity and it, they not be very good live. But yeah, I feel like that's happened before. But I feel like, like even even the diest of diehards, like to see somebody nine times in a span of 15, 16, 17 years, like they got to have some sort of redeeming quality live for you to keep going. Right. That's got to yeah, kind of be like crazy. If you if you I mean, Parkway has been bad. nominated internationally for the best live band because I just the energy is unprecedented. Like there's there's a reason why of all of the metal shows I've ever wanted to take Christina to. Parkway was the one, my favorite band too, but also she's very familiar with it. She did not get to go to this one. We were supposed to go back in 2021. Mm. Uh, and they, they sort of addressed that too. And I think this is all, all of these weird side conversations are all leading up to the conversation that I had. Yeah. Um, we're getting there. It's yeah. It's, it's listen, don't worry. We're getting there. A story. Tell. I told you to grab a drink and sit back. Um, now in 2003, this actually is 2023, so it's their 20 year anniversary. Uh, and in 2013, they put out this. You've seen it. They put out this coffee table book, like one of those big hardback, big thick, big thick motherfuckers, right? You know, it's thick boy, and it was uh, a just a reminiscing of like the first 10 years of the band, like their their how they formed, how they grew up all the all yeah. the places they've been all the tours all their merch like it's a fucking parkway drive nerds wet dream sort of thing yes i have one from my understanding yeah. from my understanding it was only it was only published in australia uh christina ordered it for, it was i was either a birthday it might have been just a present like i have one it was a very limited run um so yes i have one imported from imported from australia it's fucking dope comes with scorpions um, and all i assume that it has scorpions in it because i know that like you know i didn't get a chance to talk about life in australia because like we talk we joke about it like oh my god there's fucking snakes and spiders everywhere but like <laughs> is that more dangerous than a fucking someone with an assault rifle yeah probably not or like i don't know a million pounds of like a really toxic gas being dumped into our waterways and, and our yeah. air airways yeah no i'm sure it's probably around the same maybe <laughs> Um, and so not, you know, not to bring the mood back down, yeah, right? But, anyways, continue. So, then you get in line, and this lady's like, um, or like we, we check in, we get our VIP passes, uh, and it was about 35 40 of us, which is way more than I thought was gonna be there. I thought like they're gonna cap it at like 25, um, because that's a lot of people, it's a lot of meet and greets, it's a lot of touching, yeah. it's a lot of touching strangers, Ugh. uh, yeah, like touching strangers, especially post COVID, sure. you know. I mean, I'm also. You say that, but you're also like in a venue of 2,200 people. So, yeah, but they have to touch the strangers, not like, you know. Yeah, but, you, you. but I mean, it was sold out. It was literally, we were at that, the venue was at capacity last night. It was, yeah. it was a lot of people. Um, and so 
like we line up and the lady tells us kind of like how it's all going to go. Like, Hey, you're going to go into sound Jake. You're allowed to, you know, you can talk to them. Like, it's just like, you can talk to them. You can, you can it's like, like, they're at like a zoo exhibit and you're like, you can talk to <laughs> yeah, me. Kind of oh, we have these specialized treats. You can toss them <laughs> on stage. They like to peck at them like birds. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of fun yeah. to watch. Uh, it was like, you know, you can take pictures, you can record it. You can, you know, chat with them and stuff. And then like we walk in and, Jeff is the most he's the oldest of the of the five and he has a little bit like if I'll show you a video later but he is a more of a kiwi-ish accent than the rest okay so like he like Winston's is like defined like very like he's he's Australian right like yeah. like he sounds like somebody Jeff does too but you'll know what I mean when I say like he he has a very distinct it's very different so does he sound more like the bird or the fruit? What? He's a, he's oh, I got you, yeah. you. Got it. Yeah, there I you go. You. I have to fit in humor somewhere. Okay. <laughs> and so, like, we're walking in, and you know, he's like, you know, oh my god, like it's like an anthill. They just keep coming, you know. And uh, <laughs> you know, very dad joke. He's a dad. Uh, and so uh, they're 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 just like playing, and Winston's like, hey, here's how this, you know, this is our this welcome, and like. Winston's in a fucking track suit, like a jogging suit. Like he's just got like a plain old like gray hoodie. Hell yeah, like <laughs> he's like he's like Spider-Man early on Spider-Man fucking pants. And he's just like vibing. Like he's just chilling. And he's like, "Hey, I'm not going to be any I'm not going to do any singing. Like I got to rest my voice for the show." Um but he's like, you know, they're going to play, they're going to test a lot of things like hit a bunch of chords to say another and um and like they're just a bunch of goobers man they're just like literally and they're like bickering on stage about like what's then like any request and then like you know somebody yells out the this. yeah <laughs> no like Naturally. request request for them because like what they weren't gonna play until you know like okay well that's i don't know I think like someone's like oh chronos and like they just laugh because they're like every time we do this everyone's like oh chronos is there some sort of chronos uh, like fan club, like that's always the first thing that's always yelled at because there's like a really big guitar solo in like Chronos, so it would make sense for for Jeff to you know play it. Yeah. So like they're just sitting there like fucking off, goofing around, like just being super dudes, and then like they do that whole thing. They um, it was like 10, 15 minutes, but it was really cool. It was like really like intimate, just to be like, oh, this is like how, like you're seeing like an actual human interaction of like what it's like to be in a band, I guess. Like yeah. You know, because we you only you only see the performance, you don't see the everything that goes on behind it. And then like, then I see Fishy, and I'm like, "Hey, great job, Fishy!" And he's just like, like taking it back that someone knows his fucking name. Um, and he's the it's basic, a... he's like the the guy in charge of like setting up everything. He's, I um, just set up the equipment, sir. Thank you. <laughs> well, Thank that, you for noticing me. He's Australian. He's not. Okay, I don't know. I can't do a good Australia. Yeah, I see that. Um, and so. Then we get in line and then it's sort of like, hey, you know, you'll get like, you know, four or five minutes, you know, um, you got like this little gift tote bag sort of deal. Um, and but like the hand, but it's just like, hey, if you've got anything to sign, they didn't do a very good job um, on the onset of like when you went there, they didn't tell you if you could bring stuff to get signed. Yeah. So like I, mean, I just I would I would imagine that I would just like. It was kind of implied, Pocket I thought, uh, but there was people that just like didn't bring anything. Um, and like, I don't I, I'm not a vinyl collector. I don't have I have two vinyls uh, one yeah. and like one was a gift. So like um, I don't have a vinyl player. So it's like, no, whatever. Uh, but like it, and again, it goes back to 
unintentionally standing out, right? And it's not like something that I, I seek to do. It's just something that happens because like go to a metal show. I'm not wearing all black. I actively try to buy metal shirts, like band shirts that are not black. Yeah. Um, You're like they're in a, a tuxedo. You've got well, like no, but a like bow tie. You know, I'm wearing my Casey Jones has my infamous Casey Jones. It's very bright. It's very noticeable. It's very loud. Yeah. Uh, I've got my letter kitty uh, or my Shorzy um, Sudbury Blueberry Bulldogs shirt Let's on. Let's go. Did anybody <laughs> notice it? Did anybody no. recognize no, it? No, I had, oh, I still had my jacket on because it was like surprisingly frigid inside there. Like it felt like an, like a meat locker. It was like, they know that it's going to be hot later. So they got to keep yes, it. Yes, it's great. It's unlike, unlike the, you know, one concert I went to last year where it was, you know, 110 degrees and people were like passing the fuck out. <laughs> um, dying inside. So like we're standing in line and like I'm like 10th, 11th, something like that. And then like the butterflies and the nerves start to kick in when I get to like, two three oh, yeah. in front of me is that and, relating to me yeah, yeah and i'm just like like this is it bro like this is like the fucking culmination of like 17 15 17 years of like this because like it's a literal again like a literal like white whale like ch- like chasing this oh fuck because how many times have i told you like i just want to fucking hang out with these guys like i just all the time yeah like yeah. it's it's it, like five minutes 15 minutes five hours whatever like i just want to hang out with them because Winston more so than anybody else is I, I relate to to Jeff and, and Luke now because they're both parents of like similar age groups that we are. Yeah. But like Winston is a lot like me. Like there's a documentary where it's like, the you know, he's a, he's a tour manager's wet dream because all he needs is some snacks and a video game console on the tour bus. And that's all he needs. And like, if I was going to be in a band, like that would be all I need. Like give yeah. me a console. I, like I wanted to ask him like, yo bro, like what are you playing? Cause they play a lot of FIFA. I know that. Um, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to ask it. Um, but like, it's, it's like, here it is like that. And like the, the buildup. Right. Cause then like, again, I've, I've been over this conversation. Like, what do you say? How do you, how do you come off as like a non fucking creep? Right. Yeah. I don't feel like it's, I think a lot of it has to do with like posture. I think. And, and, and again, uh, I know how to talk to people, Jacob. Yeah. You do. I'm, all right. I'm pretty good at it. Um, And so like the lady in front of me goes, and then like it's like this is it like this is the moment like like how do you like how do you even say hi to the like to these people that I you mean you can you, you can hear it in my voice like how do you yeah. even say hi to like I've got this stupid ass fucking grin yeah and so like excited and so like it's just you're 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 just like the the, the anticipation is it's like not that long as far as like how but like it seems like forever. Yeah. And then the first person, like they're they're all sort of like lined up, in like in a row. It was very casual, like they're not sitting at a table. They're not like it's all, they're just like kind of sitting. They're all standing next to each other, but it's like approachable. It if it's like not confrontational to where and it doesn't. Yeah, it not like it's not like a table, like a round table. They got five seats, and like you go sit at the the far end of the you're table, in the center, and, like, and they're just like grilling you. What do you want to talk about? Come on, let's go. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, and the first thing Jeff's like, hey, buddy. And I'm just like, boys. Like, that's the first thing. I was like, boys. And oh, then, like, so sweet. And then, like, you know, I'm just like, I I do the whole, like, sh- I shake their hands, like, kind of thing. And then, like, I'm, I'm, like, trying to address them and, like, shake those nerves off a little bit. Like, it's not, it's more of, like, the anxiousness of it all. Yeah. Like, and you just sort of, like like go back to that like these are they're just people man they're just fucking bros they're just mates man they're just like they're just the fucking coolest people and so like you sort of like 
get it out of your head like you know and then like with jeff with the you know hey what's up buddy you know yeah and then they're like i don't know and like i'm like you know hey boys <laughs> or whatever like or boys is what i was like boys boys and i was like well and i was like ninth time's a charm and they're like i was like this is my ninth time and then they're like are you fucking kidding me and it's just like and that starts the sort of like the ball rolling it's like i was like yeah i was like this is like i've been chasing this moment for like 15 17 years like it's what i told them i've been chasing you all no no like the, I, they, they knew what i meant they knew what <laughs> no, I, meant. I know i just like, like <laughs> i was like you know i was like you know ben winston i was like i've met you previously after a show back in like charlotte and i was like jaya i offered you a ride in cincinnati and you said no correctly and then they all start busting his balls because they're like they're like actually you probably lucked out because you don't want pie in your car and like you know and it's sort of Starting like candy wrappers everywhere. But they start like you know they start like bust not busting balls but like that that like the professional well, yeah. professionalism that you sort of expect kind of goes away when you realize that they're all just like they're just genuine fucking people man they're just the yeah. nicest motherfuckers on earth and it's just like they always say never to like meet your heroes kind of thing and like you're trying to rush through conversations but you're not trying to speak really fast but you have to kind of speak fast because you're trying to get everything out that you want to talk about and then like like we're sitting there, we're like we're talking, and they're like, you know, like where do you live? Like where do you come from? And I was like, oh, you know, here's this, and I'm like, I've, I've, you know, I went to Cincinnati, you know, I did the same shit I've showed a rehash already about like everywhere I've ever seen them, and like you know all this shit, and it's like, and they're like, well, like you know, like we, like we appreciate, it. like there's nothing. Then they're like, you know, there's never really any way like we can repay that other than like you know just keep doing what we sort of sort of do, and then like I have my uh, my drawstring backpack, and they're like, what's in the sack, man? <laughs> Cause like, oh, they no. Knew. no, no, no. Cause they knew like, obviously I was bringing, they, they, they knew the deal. Like I'm here to get to meet them, but also having shit signed. But again, remember when I said about like what everybody does is they get vinyls and CDs and, and posters and like hats yeah. or whatever. I bring that book and yeah. I bring a Blu-ray, which is, it's called homeless for the heartless. And it is one of my favorite things to watch ever. And also, it is a Blu-ray that was imported from Australia. That's the documentary um, they did, right? That or... is one of the documentaries they did. Oh, that's right. They did several. Um, and so I also, before I left, I don't know why I waited until like the moment. I got a like watermark proof uh, piece of paper with their logo. And I printed it out on a, on a printing, just a regular printing paper. Because all this leads up to like what I was talking about earlier. So like I pull out this Blu-ray and they're like, oh shit, you brought the you brought the the Blu-ray. And then I fucking bust out this this book and they're like fucking hyped. They're like, oh my God, he's got the book. You know, like they're like, we they're like we they're like they're like, we've only signed like maybe three of these ever. Because who the fuck's gonna carry around a goddamn coffee book at a concert? Yeah, no. Me. Me, yeah, motherfucker. you like would I, be the psychopath. That do that. Yeah, absolutely. But again, under so any a lifetime, change. under any yeah. other circumstance, I'm not bringing that book. But because it was, I knew it wasn't like, oh, I'm gonna have this book and I'm gonna carry it around just in case. Like I knew what I was doing. I knew yeah. like this. And they were like, kind of like reminiscing. They're like, they're like, we haven't seen one of these in years. You know, they all have their own copies. But again, like that was that book came out ten years ago. And like, so I'm like one of maybe five people on earth that has that book signed by all five. So that's, that's kind of crazy. 
because everything that I took to get signed was for me. Right. I have yeah. the blue because I don't, I don't have it on. So I have the Blu-ray got it signed. Like the inside sleeve is signed. And then that paper that I got that I printed, they all signed it. And then once I told them what I was going to do, cause I was like, you know, Ben, like I have, I have a set of your sticks. And then I was like, Jeff, I caught one of your picks. And then like, and Luke is like standing right here and he's like, and I told him like, you know, here's, here's my plan. Like this, like I'm going to take the picture, like the picture that we have that we take together. I'm going to put it with this, with your signature and your logo and the drumsticks. And Luke's like, do you want one of my picks? And I'm like, the fuck? Yes. I want one of your picks. Like, and he just <laughs> handed it to me. Like, like Jeff's was one that he used in a show and like, it's used. Yeah. And, you can, and like, Luke's just like, here you go. And I was like, this is like fucking great. And then like, yeah, you're like, am I fucking dreaming right now? Did I? Yeah. Did I and then, out? So then, like, I like the it's like she's like the lady's like okay like it's uh, time you know it's like time for the picture like you know sort of wrap it up because again like there's a whole fucking line of people after me so like and I, yeah, I understand it's it. like, like the hardest part of it it's got to be is that like you look back and there's just like a line of people like well, like, like oh, yeah, bro you fucking you, you you sort of like put blinders on and you like back you like black out and don't even like bro I could have I could have talked for hours but my daughter Zoe had made it, I don't know why I said that it was very aggressive you know who she is yeah um, I made she had made a request she was like. Make sure to tell them I said hi. So I did. So I told oh, man, I was like my so I was like my I was like my five-year-old daughter says hi. And then I was like, you know, how are the kids to Jeff and Luke? And they're like, they're like, you know, it's it's fucking mental. They said uh Jeff was like, Hey man, it's like you know, changing nappies and listen to children go mental all the time. And he's like, you know, because like that's a relatable yeah. thing. Nappies is what I suppose they call diapers over there. Um, and so like we take the take the picture and it's just like oh my god like here it is like and the, the person who was doing it like did a really good job because like the they hand you give your phone to this guy and like he's just taking pictures of like the moments of like conversations so there's like one so like there's a wedding photographer like immediately so well there's there's like this picture of me where like winston's like mouth like jaws like like you know like yeah. once he found out like oh my god like you've seen this nine times like this is a, this is incredible shit like and then like you know all these things and like once the the veil comes down and the wall comes down and like you just like i like legitimately like it is hard to fake authenticity in very in, much so yeah in, in a world where everyone is clout chasing and everyone is trend chasing that which is part of the like again that's like more than music to me it's just like i have always sort of aspired to just be myself like i am who i am like the people who genuinely like my company like my company like it's not like oh well he's he's got this thing and like i'm kind of just gonna hang out with him because he's got the access you know it's none of that shit like and through everything through like you go back and you watch shit from 17 years ago like they're still the same people they're still the still the most down-to-earth genuine motherfuckers who are just like they work to get there but they're not supposed to be here they're not supposed to be in the position that they are and they're still they're still here and they're yeah. still doing it and they still love it. And like, even through the trials and tribulations, like the past couple of years have been really rough, you know, two of them became parents. And it's like the idea of going on a world tour, leaving your, you know, your family at home. And like, yeah, uh, you know how it is like children change things, like it changes your Absolutely. perspective on things. And then like, you know, they had the COVID happens and like, they, they could not get out of their own country. Like they could not make money again, going back to that, thing where i said they're like the fourth or fifth biggest export in the entire country and like they can't make money because most bands in that genre make money by touring and so you have all that you're at home you're in quarantine well let's write an album the album process like that's probably like one of the most 
like daunting things for any musician is the thought of like writing an album, but it's, you have to, like, you have to put out new music. Yeah. And then, so like, there's a thing that like, I want to sit down with you one day and I want to watch it. And it's very, they're again, they're very private people, but they're very open about themselves. Like they went to group therapy because they're like, they are a self-managed thing. Like they don't have somebody who handles all their shit. They do it. Like, Winston's the person who goes around the world and does interviews and he's the, he's the face. He's the front man. He does all the interviews, all the, you know, the, the PR stuff. Luke, Luke is a guitarist, but he's also the band manager and he's the one who's in charge of finances and in charge of all this. And then, you know, Ben, like when they decided, Hey, let's do a documentary. Ben's like, well, fuck, I'll learn how to edit and I'll, I'll learn how to do cinematography. I'll learn how to do all these things. Like everything that they've done because they never, the intent, I guess, was never to be as successful and as, as large as they are. And like they just that sort of kind of when you get to a certain level in that in, in any industry, that's that pressure starts to it becomes the business more than the friendship. And that, and they've been very open. And they're like, you know, looks like I I had every intentions of leaving this band. Like I like I, 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 I got my finances in order and I was like, I I can't do this anymore because. I I no longer feel like I'm in, I'm in a band with my f- four best friends. I'm I'm uh, these are just colleagues now. And like the what's more important to us as individuals is it the band or our friendship. And so they went to therapy and like mm-hmm. very open about it. And like it's fuck and it's just like a beautiful thing to like show you that like you know no matter no matter how big in life you get no matter how successful you are like you still have the everyday problems that everyone has. Right. Yeah. Almost like they're actually people too. They're fucking human beings. Right. And I, and you know, and so all that to say, like, I'm not, I'm not a hugger. I won't deny a hug, but I'm not an, I'm not an, I I mean, Ian knows. You're not going to go out. I I don't initiate the hug. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't hug my, my mother-in-law. I don't hug. Like I, I, I don't initiate the hug. I'm just like, Hey, you know, see you later. Like, it's just, it's just how I am. Like if you, if I like, if you walked up to me on Saturday and like, just gave me a big bear hug, like I'm going to hug you back, but I'm just not the, I'm not the instigator of it all. But I was like, I said that I was like, I am not a hugger, but I was like, this moment feels right. Because I was like, I may never, I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing at like, I I just think it's like, this is the moment that my body's been waiting for. And (laughs) I want to finally give a hug. This is it. This is a life changing event. It all goes back to, I feel, I know a lot about these five people. They don't know fucking shit about me. Yeah. But in my weird, psychotic mind's eye, like, these guys are my friends. They're not my friends. They're friendly. Yeah. But, like, I know so much about them that, like, it just felt like I had always been friends with these people. Like, I, it just felt like I'm, I'm it's the first time I'm seeing friends in like 10 years. Right. Sort of deal. Like, it's just like, Oh my gosh, that this it's honestly how the entire, the entire process felt It's how the entire night felt was like, I'm just seeing friends. And then I, I just gave, I mean, I, I gave every, all five of them a hug and then like pie called me a legend. He's like, anybody that sees somebody nine times is a fucking legend in my book. And it's just like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, fuck Shit, yeah. Little, little tear, like, thank no, you. Like, it's just like, it's the fuck, fucking like, the appreciation the 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 validation of it all like it's just and then like you don't you, you know the, the other two bands like i you know i i i was there 
I had this idea. I was like, well, I could just like leave, but then it's like, fuck that. I'm I'm gonna stay for the show because like it's fucking Parkway. But yeah. like I just had no interest in the first two bands like at all. I didn't care. I was just like, oh no, let's go, let's go. And it's like not disrespect. Like I I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. Your day like, has already been made, and like now anything less than seeing Parkway Drive play, like, it's not 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 any to any fault of the of the bands or whatever. Right. But it's more just and like, like they were fine. Like they, they were fine. The the two bands that were there that played in the head, they were fine. No, no it's got to be rough. It's got to be rough to show up there for a concert for, you know, well, I mean, drive and then the second band, which was Memphis Mayfire. Like there was a lot of people there to see them. And I'm like, I don't, I, this is not my thing. G- kudos on you. Yeah. I found a seat in the back and I sat down and I talked to this fucking dude. who was like, I think he was 55. Like we just started shooting his shit and he, he like bought me a water and it was like dope. I was like, hell yeah. Th- th- thanks man. Appreciate it. Like, yes, I drank it. No, I didn't die. That's scary, man. <laughs> uh, he was scary. Again, it goes back to I'm able to like let me buy you a water. No, he was like, Hey, do you he's like he's like, I'm gonna go get another drink because he was drinking like I don't know, fucking rum and coke or something. He's like, You want anything? I was like, No, nah. I was like, I don't drink. I was like, but I appreciate it. And then he came back with a water. Like I didn't ask for it. And he's like, Hey, he's like, I got you a water, you know. Uh, I was like, yeah. Well, I appreciate it. I drank I was, dude, I was so thirsty. Um, a quick test on it. Just like no, I, I did. I'll, I'll, it. I'm I'm fine. I'm, I'm drinking it. I'm drinking it. Yeah. No, like, like I testing it the whole time. I I the dude wasn't I know he didn't give you all the creep vibes. Yeah, I he, yeah, I can. I mean, I I can I can sense it really quick. And he was just like, we were just shooting the shit. Like, you know, it was like it was his first time seeing Parkway, and like, I, and like he was just like genuine. Because again, going back to that small talk, like the thing you do in when you're standing in lines is you small talk, and it always becomes a dick measuring contest of like how many times you've seen this or what band you've seen. And it it's not malicious. It's just like everyone is here under a common umbrella, which is everyone loves this music. Everyone loves yeah. this style. Everyone loves live music. They love live metal. And so then it's just like, oh, shit. And then, like, do you know how many bands I've discovered by, like, talking to people that have been to shows or, like, seeing people that I had no intention of, like, whatever? Like, you were there. Like, Alien Weaponry fucks. Like, they're great. Yeah, Never heard yeah. of them in my those life. Bands, all of those bands are pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, Gojira, that's why I was there. But, like, all that to be said, like, you know, then, like, I'm driving home and it's just, like, I'm so tired. But I'm living, I'm like off this high of like what had just happened because dude, I can't imagine marrying, marrying my wife, my daughter being born. And then like three through five, I would have to think about, but like literally meeting like your idols and like there's the, 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 the argument is always, well, don't meet your idols. Cause, but then it's like, maybe they're just, maybe you've got wrong, the wrong idols, right? Like, yeah, you know, maybe you're idolizing the wrong people if they're a bunch of dicks and you know, some people get, they get those rose, those rose tinted glasses and you just kind of don't see it. And like, I mean, I've met some, some fucking dickish people in, in, in metal. Like you just like, you're just trying to say hi and like, you know, that you appreciate somebody and they're just like, you know, fuck you. Um, and so I would I would assume that a lot of that, too, is a front where it's like you're in a metal band, you know, obviously like with Winston and them, it's like they're not the typical metal band. But I imagine like with the typical metal band, it's like you got to put on a front that like you're hard, you're metal. Like, you know, it's I drink I drink blood and I piss excellence, you know, kind of thing. Where it's, Yeah. It's and like keeping that, um, you know, in one of that. those documentaries, Jaya talks about that. He's like even even because there's like a there's like a further level to. To, to like pie and stuff and it's like you know i've i was just a fill-in bass player and sort of never felt like i was in the band anyways despite being in this band for 17 years and he's like it, it's just like a weird thing because like you know 
we don't look like metalheads. We don't look like we like everything is like kill, 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 you know, and it's just like, yes, the stere- yeah. yeah, the stereotypical and like that, that, uh, you know, again, when everything is the same, when something is different and it stands out, that's the thing you notice, mm-hmm. right? I can, I can promise you that like when they go home and like they're shooting the shit, they're gonna be like, remember that one guy that brought that fucking book in Nashville to have a sign? Like, again, like, like one of like five people on earth that has it that signed. Yeah. So like unintentionally standing out sort of thing. But it was amazing, dude. Like it was, it was just like a surreal moment. And like, this sounds bad. Like when I married Christina, like I didn't have butterflies. I didn't, I wasn't anxious. I wasn't nervous. I was Damn, fucking I was, cut that. Gotta cut that out. No, like, and she knows that. Like, cause, cause like, it's, I, that's how I am, though. Like, I just, it just how, felt natural to be with her and, like, because, in, like, in I, the, bro, all, yeah. all my groomsmen are like, you nervous? And, like, I'm like, no, man. Like, I was pretty, I was calm as fuck, man. Calm when you are. Calm when you are, dude. Like, <laughs> I just, she was the right person, man. Like, yeah. You know, and it's just like, I get, I'm, I'm sure you were probably nervous. You know, you got fucking whatever. We had to read our own fucking vows. Yeah, I was nervous, dude. So nerve wracking. I, I sucked at speech class, let alone, like, reading in front of a bunch of people being sappy and shit damn you know yeah and like you know it's it's the greatest moment of my life though that was a lot of fun after i got done and stopped worrying about it yeah yeah and well i mean your kids being born that was all right (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking i mean yeah you had two so it's not special the second time yeah but i was more in like dad mode during then because it's like you got so much else going on it's kind of but yeah i mean like yeah with zoe like i was ready like i was fucking hyped as shit like i was ready you had a lot going on too dude whenever zoe was born so it's like well before she was before she was born i mean like it was like whenever she was born didn't like christina like that was after that was after yeah i'm saying saying, like like, the lead up to that like we had a date. It was like, okay, here we're getting induced on this date. So it wasn't like we yeah. never had to deal with the panic of like the water breaking or like, oh, I'm going into labor. Oh, yeah, like, that's how we were too. Yeah, okay. So it was yeah, like yeah, we're gonna induce. And like we went to we went to Aubrey's before Zoe was born and like we're getting the check because like she couldn't eat after like seven o'clock or whatever, you know. Yeah. And um we're like, Can we get the check? We're fixing to go have a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was lady, I was gonna ask, like, did she go like, Okay, off to having a baby now? Yeah, and the lady was, was like, like Oh, okay, like congratulations, you know. So you know um but like i was ready like i wasn't nervous it was i was just and like which is weird it's weird when you think about that that i'm not a nervous person because like i didn't grow up around kids like i i, I didn't grow up as like the center of attention i didn't grow up fighting for attention yeah i didn't i didn't grow up around kids like how am i supposed to act around like but like it's just like one of those it feels so much yeah i don't mean like i don't mean eternal a weird diatribe but it feels so natural being a dad where yeah. it's it's just like i've always said yeah that i don't know what i was meant to do i don't i'm not necessarily a believer in destiny and and all that stuff um in a roundabout way i'm gonna kind of contradict myself here but like i never as far as like what i was meant to do with my time on earth but i know that i was meant to be zoe's dad if that makes sense yeah and i got you it's deep like I, I, it's it's just one of those where like, it just happened. Like it was just so natural, and it just, it's just, it's just. I don't hurt. know what the fuck I did before I had kids, dude. We say that all the time. Like, yeah, we were boring as shit. Like we're boring as <laughs> shit now. <laughs> we're so boring. <laughs> we're yeah. so boring as shit. I, I wouldn't have it any other way though. So yeah, hundred percent. That's fucking. That's so cool that you got to meet them finally. But like, you know? dude, like, yeah, like, and now it's like, now what? You, you know, bring the merch. You should have brought the merch. 
but it's fine. So yeah. that was a question that a couple of people had asked. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, the... obviously they're going to be like, oh, yeah, you get to bring up the pod. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, but I, I could understand I, not bringing it. I up. thought it would be a little uncouth to do that, given the circumstance, given the time frame, because I took the selfish route and I went with the natural flow of the conversation. This is like your one chance to finally get to knock an item off your bucket list. And like, I would never, I would, I would be, it would be dumb for somebody to sit there and, you know, be like, Oh, I can't believe you didn't take the opportunity to enter Like, no, dude, this is for, in the words of Parkway one life, one shot, give it all you got. Hell so, yeah. Dude. So like I did not bring it up. I didn't, uh, it was not even now that being said, I absolutely would love to have any and all on the show. I would love to fucking just like I talk to the sound guy. That'd be fun. Bro, I would just the the problem with that though is that I, I don't know if I could stop at two hours. Yeah, that's fair. We do know, a part two to the episode, bro, and like we'd have to get up like three in the morning. That's like the thing I, with all, all of our guests do. so far, where it's just like I, I feel like we could talk for hours, which I think is a pretty cool thing for the pod to be like. It's always been about the conversation. Yeah, right? but. You know, it's like I obviously I, next time they're around, like the, the idea now. Okay, it's like I've seen them everywhere within a five hour radius. So now, when they come back around, be it next year, year, they come two to later, your house. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go somewhere I've never been, and then I'm gonna make like a fucking trip out of it. Like, you know, go go to Chicago, go to St. Louis, go to fucking wherever. Go to Australia, bro. Go see them live in Australia. Oh my god, dude. Hell yeah. Oh my God. I would love, dude. That'll be in our, that'll be in. So, like, right now we're in our controversial area, which we haven't gotten to, but I, I think we've kind of been controversial with just like everything going on. But, anyways, uh, we we'll talked about our, all the we'll controversial like, stuff. Yeah. We, we'll have our like next con, like our next era is going to be like the live show era where we go and do <laughs> like live shows and we'll, we'll do one down in Australia, you know? Uh, I mean, I mean, just will be the be, saddest pod be, you've never heard of. And it'll be, be trans- like, bro, remember when this podcast first started? And like we had, like there was a guy that we worked with who had family in Australia, and he like told people, and they listened to the podcast. Yeah, and then they quickly realized, wow, I don't know why we're doing this because <laughs> have you heard those first episodes? They're horrible. They're fucking sorry. They're we need to shit. we need to do our, our our remastering era too, man. We got so many. I got so many things in the pipeline for everybody. Yeah, we're gonna do a remaster area where we do like the entire first season of the pod if you will and we redo all the episodes and we just go over the same topics but we do them better or, quality or you go over like I, i've there's you could do the retrospective where like you listen to your own stuff and let's just have, like and just have like a reaction pod roast oh my god you have roast. a reaction pod to how re- self podcast. yeah how fucking self-masturbatory is that dude i i would love it honestly like it's like it, we could do it right we're, we're podcasters so th- theoretically like it's okay for us to do that, right? We have a reaction pod for yeah, our we can do whatever we want to, man. It's our show. I know that, like, obviously, people in the know, people that are close, you sort of had to assume that the entire, the majority of this episode was going to be about this moment. Because, like, this oh, is... Oh, no, it's it's been great, honestly. Because it's, it's literally, like, it's just, it's still kind of surreal. Like, it still hasn't really set in that, like, like, this this is the thing. Like, I can't wait. Now that everything is done... With you know, I can make this shadow box. I can I can finally complete this project that I've been wanting to do, and can finally get it kicked into gear. Like I know people that work in a frame shop because I know people who because I used to work at a store that has a frame shop. So like, yeah, 
you know, unfortunately, you got su- to you got to support a bad a, a bad organization, but whatever. I think it's super cool though that they're like they turn out to be real people, right? They they it's not one of those situations in which you meet your idols and they turn out to be pieces of shit. Like they they seem like down to earth people, even though like you kind of already knew that they were down to earth people to begin with. Right. It's it's just kind of like that that validation that like hell yeah, dude, these guys but like rock. Like I said, it was like I was just I was meeting up with friends, friends yeah. from my perspective, because I know so much about them. And like there are plenty of instances, especially like if you watch any of their documentaries, you would understand. Like you may not like the music, but I think people w- would get it like you'd be like, ah, like you would you would understand where where the fawning comes from, where the where the relatability and where I you can see why I gravitated towards them because it's just like, again, authenticity is a fucking hard thing to mimic, man. Like people try it and it's a hard thing to fake. And like, you can typically see through bullshit and like, I don't know, man, I don't know if it's just because they're Australian. I don't know if it's what it is, but like, they're just, I do think the accents do kind of like say, or like, you know, I I mean, maybe, but like ease, (laughs) maybe, but like you just as human beings, man, they just, they're just, fucking good people and like there's not enough good people that like get attention it's always the bad shit 